everybody. Welcome back to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, here with my girl, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? Doing good. How are you? I am good. We'll kick this thing over to the show in a minute, which uh, we'll give a little disclaimer. How long ago did we record this one? A month ago? Yeah, a few weeks back. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, uh, for everyone listening, we got, I don't want to say backed up, like the the news of the day of CrossFit backed us up a little bit. So uh, we have two or three episodes coming up, including this one that were recorded prior to kind of all the current events going on in CrossFit, but it's actually no less relevant. Uh, This one's going to be with the adaptive group, which uh, fits in nicely with the discussion we've all been having around diversity and and, uh, being inclusive. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Adaptive Training Academy has been leading that charge for some time. So uh, I think they're a really nice fit and they're kind of crazy. So (laughs) yeah, all that to say, just, you know, if you're curious, as to why we're having these conversations without touching upon any of the bigger issues facing not only the CrossFit world, but the rest of the world. Um, it's because we recorded it ahead of time. So that is why otherwise I'm sure we would. Yeah. I think you guys will like it. I'll tell you what I like though, is our sponsor this week, Mo- mobility movement. Do, um, I look, do I look more flexible and you like, do. Calm? Great do segue. I? <laughs> I do. I feel more flexible and, uh, and adaptive <laughs> lack of, for lack of a better term. <laughs> It's like a little 10 minute yoga sessions. I know it's not yoga, but that's what I call it. Cause if I have to get out of yoga mat, it instantly becomes yoga. Totally. And, and you know, 10 minutes, man, it's like, it's making me right. Yeah, I know. I like that you can do it anywhere too. So recently, because it's been like so gorgeous, I've been able to like take my little mat and roll it right outside onto my deck and do it out there. I mean, sometimes depending on what you need to stretch or depending on what program you're in, you might um, put your feet up onto the couch or like lean up against the wall or something like that, but you can do that kind of stuff anywhere as well. So it's been nice for me to take my little 10 minute session or, you know, if you have more time, there's like longer ones, 25, 28 minute ones. Um, but I've been soaking up the sun lately while I've been doing that, which has been really, really nice. Hey, 10 minutes is a long time for me, man. Don't make me feel guilty about putting in 10 minutes. I'm like, oh my God, 10 minutes. No, I, I can't believe you're doing 10 minutes at all. That's If mobility movement wins anything out of this sponsorship, it is getting you to do this sometimes. <laughs> yes, I can do almost anything for 10 minutes. Everyone take note. All right, so... Uh, let's talk about the promo code. They give you a 25% off if you use our promo code MPGA25. Uh, so use that at checkout. You'll get 25% discount on your first invoice for any of their reoccurring memberships. So they have a, a monthly membership with the discounts going to be $745 after the trial period. And then their six-month membership is $4274 after the trial period. So you get a better deal with the six-month than you do with the monthly, but you guys do you. Do what you want to do. It's all good stuff. Yeah. And when you support the the organizations that support us, you are also helping out the podcast. So thank you for being interested in them and us. My guitar collection. Thank you. <laughs> so, all right. Well, with that, we will turn over to the uh, Adaptive Training Academy. Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. We are back. I'm John, your host with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? Hey, I'm good. What's going on? You like how I've been changing up the intro? Yeah, really just, you know, going crazy with it. I know. It just annoys you when I call myself a content creator. So fuck it. I'm not doing that anymore. I just so. hate the word content. It wow. is content. What do you want to, what do you want me to call it? Memes? Like a meme creator? That sounds stupid. No, content creator is good. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's real. We're just being real. Quit nagging me. We're not married. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Almost. I consider right. you my work husband. Yeah, no, not even that. <laughs> I'll, I'll divorce you from that too. Oh, all right. Well, our uh, special guest tonight, we have Alec Zirkenbach. I got it right. Boom. Yeah. And, there you go. Yeah. And, and Logan Aldridge, who uh, these guys run the adaptive uh, community, adaptive academy. If I can get it right now, right? Is that right? Adaptive training academy. Training a- academy. A- ATA. Come on, John. A-T- I know it's even on his. Sh- I it's can see on his shirt right now. It's on his shirt. I know <laughs> most people aren't going to watch this, but they'll they can hear it. And uh, he's got a shirt on that says ATA, and I can't fucking read. So I was just going to say, how many people watch this? Because we haven't acknowledged. I don't know, Nikki, if you do this all the time, but your little filter that's going on, or maybe reality. I don't know. What's no, your- this is real. These I just had these ears updated a few. Sick. Yeah, she got, <laughs> yeah she got she got ear implants. They're huge. That's they're impressive. So huge. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. They're real. Yeah, now yeah. they're mine. Nice little dot on your nose. This Beautiful. is um this is my way of ensuring I never need to actually get ready for a Zoom call because I go. have like Snapchat filters on my Zoom now. There you go. 
That's really going to help with your handstand push-ups too. The standard for that would be kind yeah. of awkward. Mm-hmm. Tip of the ears. Tip of the ears. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Range of motion significantly decreased. <laughs> the company that actually hosts, I didn't even tell you this, Nikki, but the company actually hosts this podcast. Uh, the guy that is kind of in charge of it. He like texts me the other day. He's like, what the fuck's on Nikki's head? Cause he watched the video. <laughs> Oh like he actually wa- he watched it on YouTube instead of listening. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, dude. Okay. Oh I was God. wondering. That's what's- our third viewer. My mom, your mom, and now that guy. I, I was just about to say, what's the viewership on podcast videos? You know, uh, well, because because we spent an hour prepping this scene here, so it, it looked wow. like a garage gym for you all. Yes. And then, right before, I was like, why don't we just use one of these virtual backgrounds? So, I know, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I, the the viewership right now is pretty shitty, to say the least. You know, <laughs> according to the media company, they say there's a lot of podcasts. You know, you look at like Joe Rogan, for instance, gets bizarre right. uh, oh. views and and videos. We have not quite figured that out yet. Well, you uh, know, I was just talking to you know Mike, like MC Mike, who yeah. does Winter Classic and all that. Yeah, he told yeah. me that he actually prefers watching podcasts on YouTube to listen there you to go. them. So yeah. there are people out there because he like. I mean, he's right. You can like watch people interact with each other and it like makes a lot more sense sometimes than just audio. But True. I put them on when I'm like driving and cleaning the house and shit. So I don't, you know, nobody got time for that. I'm not going to no. watch it. <laughs> I'm going to watch it's it for either. A true talk show. You know, yeah. that's what we are. Well, you guys are a rare uh, guests that have come back. So we don't, you know, we don't have, I don't have a lot of guests on here more than once, but you guys are your second visit. So welcome back to the show. Ooh. Such an honor. You're Thank so you. special. My second time. Yeah. My first time. He's never been on this thing before. You weren't on with him last. I thought, I thought no. you. No, no, you were on with no, no, no. Saudi. Listen, right. he should be in San Diego, very far away. I'm oh. here in North Carolina. Uh, that's where I live. He's here with me. Which I, I mean, please forgive us. In full transparency, people who are going to see this, you know, we broke a quarantine rule, but we practiced every bit of safety protocol in the process of getting Alec here. Uh, <laughs> reason being, we had a, a an intense deadline that was unrelated to this pandemic that proved to be um, quite uh, purposeful and glad we'd made the decision for him to come over here. But uh, yeah, I just want to clear the air. Normally Alec doesn't live in North Carolina. We're not roommates. He's normally not this close to me, but uh, he is here now. He's been living with me for a couple of weeks. Well, and, uh, Alec, are you like well worth stuck it. there now basically? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I came out here, it was three weeks ago. I, I came out on a, Thursday and yeah. I plan to shoot video, edit video, and then finish the online course and get that live by I think Friday. We wanted a couple it. days later. Yeah. Uh, May first we wanted it yeah. live. Mm-hmm. And I ended up now it's been three weeks. So right. three days has turned into three weeks. Nice. But it's you know, it's better than trying to force travel home. So totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you guys got together to do, because I know you've been on the podcast before, Logan, but I've never had a chance to chat with you. So yeah. for the people that didn't hear the first one or or maybe don't know, can you just give a little bit of background on what you guys have been up to and why this is a really exciting time for you? Yes. Thank you, Nikki. Great point. Um, absolutely. So um, Alec and I and Kevin Ogar and Chris Stoutenberg are seminar staff for Adaptive Training Academy. And Adaptive Training Academy hosts live seminars all over the world, teaching adaptive training philosophies, principles, techniques. So through our past, gosh, four years doing this, three years? Yeah, 2016. 2016 when we started. And through the course of us doing all these courses, we realized um, that we're not physically able to scale this education. And we knew that the online course opportunity was the future in terms of how we can reach audience, how we can reach the people who message us all the time in Australia and New Zealand and, mm-hmm. and Europe asking for this information. And so um, we were planning on this. This was the 2020 initiative for Adaptive Training Academy. And then the, the pandemic happened, coronavirus yeah. happened, and we were well on our way to outlining how we were going to execute this online course. Well, we internally put a harsh deadline on ourselves to say, we've got to get this information out now, but we cannot jeopardize the quality that we offer in a live format. So that's what Alec was alluding to earlier. Like we were coming, he was coming out here just to film. We're just going to film some videos. Uh, We thought that because we've taught this live seminar so long for so many years that we had totally figured out obviously the material and how to just, all right, let's put that into an online format. Um, Well, thankfully this guy is a perfectionist in many ways. And, uh, Whereas my sort of eagerness, like, all right, dude, let's just do it. Let's just fucking put it out there. Everybody's going to love it. Would have just like shot a bunch of videos, put them up on like a YouTube link and been like, here's a course. (laughs) 
Alec is Alec like, was like, like let's let's look at it. learning management <laughs> systems. Let's look at the platforms that they're offering. So we did, and it's really cool, especially in this community of CrossFitters. So, you know, community we appeal to on this. Um, we use the platform that CrossFit uses to teach their online courses. Cool. So, uh, which might not mean anything to a listener, but to us, that meant like having to figure out how to create education, not through just video, but through interactions and mm-hmm. other teachable ways. Because as we embody like being this adaptive training academy, we really uh, the big picture of what that means is making inclusion and accessibility like worldwide. So why is that limited or why would we limit that to just the fitness? We also want inclusion and accessibility to the way in which we learn. So universal design with having other videos that aren't related or not videos, but click throughs and experiences for the learner to grasp the, the teaching points which is so cool that we did all credit to him for making it happen. But that's what made what we thought take what was going to be a weekend, take three and a half weeks. So it's uh it's been awesome. I guess I'll let Alec talk a little bit about it or else I'll talk the whole time, but <laughs> super excited where we, what we've done in a week since the launch. Yeah, definitely. We, when I came out to Raleigh from San Diego, it was just to finish up some videos. So Logan and I had to shoot our videos and our lectures for the course. Um, I already had videos from Kevin Ogar uh, unfortunately I couldn't get to Chris Stoutenberg cause he was in Toronto. So we couldn't travel internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted to keep the quality high, especially the audio quality for the lectures. So, um, I had videos from, from Kevin and I had videos. We used Chris Stoutenberg's videos, demo videos, and movement videos, but not lectures. And so when we came out, when I came out to Raleigh, it was just to shoot our own videos and then edit all the videos we previously shot. And we're like, Oh, we'll get this done. And then we realized, you know, there's a lot more that goes into that. We, I mean, we've essentially written a book, that is online. So what, what Logan was saying is we use the same authoring program that CrossFit HQ uses for the new courses. Um, and so if you've taken the dumbbell course or the new programming course, it looks exactly the same. So it kind of flows like you're looking at a website and goes down and you can read text and you can interact with different things and clickables and all kinds of cool stuff. So uh, it's just, there's many ways to learn this course. And just to be clear, it's not just a webinar. This is not a sign up for a time and then come watch us lecture and show you things. It is, we've already pre-recorded lectures. You go down, you can read the text from the same lecture, understand the key points, and then go through these cards and shuffle and click and move things around to interact with it, to learn it again a different way. And so it's, it took us a long time to build, but we're really proud of the product because in a way it, it's almost a better product than a live seminar. And I'll, I will always keep doing live seminars because the interaction you get there is amazing. It's just the, when you can touch and feel and practice things, it's special. But the online course gives people a chance to watch it, to read it, interact with things, maybe go back and watch it again once they, they want to learn it a different way. And to make fun of us without our feelings <laughs> getting hurt. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. That's Take a quiz point. and then understand, oh, well, I didn't even, that, that question doesn't make any sense to me. I should go back and, and look at this again. In the live seminar, I mean, it's a fire hose effect. We have right. eight hours minus some lunchtime to get through everything in the day. And there's no way we can get through it. So we are just coming at you hot all day long. And if you miss something, it's going to fly over your head. Mm-hmm. And so the online course is great because you can take your time and go through it. And there's even more stuff now, more, um, more lessons. We go over sensory impairments, intellectual impairments. Uh, there's a more robust type of learning online than there is live, which, you know, when we go to our live seminars, we're going to have to figure out how we can get some of this online course material into the live seminar too. So we'll most likely be doing like a hybrid where learners will do some of the online course modules and then come to the live course so we can cut some things out and spend more time practicing and playing with and doing in the live seminar. You're so right. I mean, I don't, John, have you ever been to a CrossFit course or certification course? Why would I get certified? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you why. And I, I tell this to a lot of people who, um, who don't ever think that they're going to be like coaches or anything like that. But like, if you like what we do, you like CrossFit training and the sport of CrossFit and everything, like it doesn't really matter if you're ever going to coach or not, because these courses are a chance for you to just like 
nerd out on a bunch of shit that you are really into. And it is so cool. It doesn't feel like sitting in school. It feels like, I don't know, like you said, it's like eight hours of information and it's like a fucking fire hose, but it's a blink and it's over. And I can't even believe when I sat down for the um, aerobic capacity course a few months ago, I was like, fuck, are we going to do this all day? We're just going to sit here and listen to Chris Hinshaw talk. All yeah, day. Yeah. And then he opened his mouth and I blinked and it was like six hours later. And I was like, no, no, more. I want more. I want to hear more things about how it works and how you work. And so that's really cool. It's cool that you guys have been able to adapt uh, that feeling to an online course, because I feel like a lot of people, like you said, they get the fire hose and they're like, whoa, that was a day. Holy shit. Right. And, and they don't have a chance to like, let it sink in or go back and like, oh, what was that thing they said about the, if you didn't take perfect notes, you're kind of fucked. So yeah, that's really cool. I like we, that. And we still try to keep, um, I don't want to say my personality because it's very dull, but like, look, <laughs> no, I don't say anything, Alec, but like, Chris, my name is Alec. Uh, we, we, we still want to keep our course. keep our personalities in the course. So the lectures are serious. We give you the information, but you know it's not. We're not just black and white reading off of the script. So yeah. you still get that kind of interaction as much as possible through lectures. Um, and then uh, what you said, Nikki, about feeling that energy. When I took my level one, um, I wrote down some notes, and I still have my book. And the the back of the book was a note written. And it says, remember the energy in the room. Mm -hmm. And it was just so special to learn that information, but to be around other people that cared about so much, you know? Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. And Alec is also CrossFit seminar staff. So he has to be, he has, he is trained to be very poised and Mm. very red shirt esque where I am just like, Hey, I'm Logan. You want to see how I do a pull up? You want to see how I jump rope? Let me show how I climb a rope. It's pretty cool. And uh, so you'll get You'll get some of that from me, but I, I pull it together. Alec makes me pull it together and really uh, teach some things. But again, I identify with you. Yeah, you know, right, right now. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm in all our, in the same live, exact way. <laughs> in our live courses, yeah. uh, I have to know when, when Logan's there, I have to slim oh. everything I do down throughout the day by at least, you know, five, 10 minutes of every lecture I do because we'll give Put Logan 45 minutes for Put the upper impairment section. And it's like, okay, here we go two hours later. Yep. <laughs> and Logan, yep. like, he like blacks out, comes out from uh, his section. He's like, oh, okay, how am I doing? Like, are we on time? I'm like, <laughs> like, no, Logan, no. we have to pay for everyone to stay here overnight now. Thanks, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get fired up. Hey, you know, I'm passionate. At least that. I oh, know it's great stuff. You it's know, like, I'm passionate. it's nonstop, great information, demos, everything you could ever want. People are so interested. Oh I mean, we just have to like cut them off. The yeah. So. It's pretty funny. It, it tends so cool. to, we, we joke, we call it the circus show. Yeah. Down a bunch of stuff, but but hey, that's cool. You know, like it's cool to show in our seminars that uh, this information, this this stuff is applicable. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. You might have a, uh, a rotator cuff injury or, or just some sort of uh, temporary injury you're dealing with. Uh, it's pretty cool to know that that doesn't mean you have to just sit around and do nothing. Um, there are outlets and like training protocols that you can utilize to keep you healthy and frankly sane through uh, recovery of an injury or something. Yeah, I feel like this is a little bit of a common misconception when people think about the Adaptive Training Academy. They think like, okay, if I go to this, I'm going to learn how to coach people who are, uh, you know, missing a limb or in a wheelchair. And of course that's true, but these training methods and things that you're teaching can be applicable across the board to someone who just has an injury or just, you know, that tore their hands and can't use their hands. And now what can they do? So can you explain a little bit about that? Because as much as we all need to know how to train everyone from all walks of life, some coaches might not necessarily find that that is like a real necessity that they have in their classes. And if they have no one in a wheelchair in their gym maybe they feel like they don't necessarily need to come but that's not really the case right no i'll be the first to tell you and this is i'm very biased but uh i believe if you have your personal training certificate or your level one or whatever industry you're in you have a baseline understanding of how to coach and train i believe that this would be the most important secondary education Hmm. before something like uh, and not to knock anything else, but like before specific, like a kettlebell course or sure. a gymnastics course, because this information just sort of as you alluded to, and I'll let Alec take the reins here on this one. He's way better than I. But you're learning, you're, you're learning adaptive <laughs> training principles and how to coach someone missing a limb in a wheelchair, but you're also learning how to think and look at customizing workouts. That's really yeah. what you're The perspective we're always taking in adaptive training is from this ableist programming perspective, which is what happens in CrossFit. You have RX workouts and you scale them for people who can't do the RX workout. 
Well, sometimes that's necessary for adaptive athletes. Sometimes that's necessary for a lot of people in your class. But we teach you how to understand why you're choosing what you're choosing. And more importantly than just adapting that movement to get a good workout for the individual, we're also educating you on how to keep a group class inclusive. And Mm. inclusion is half the battle when it comes to the psychology of the benefits from working out, you know, like being a part of something is literally what saved Alex's life after his, you know, military injury and getting into a CrossFit gym. It was the community. It wasn't the facility. It was shit here in my garage here, but amazing people and being around people that encourage you, it goes a really long way. We, we appreciate and know the value in that as part of my experience and story. So that is, I think, the biggest thing that people don't understand about the potential of this course, and especially now this online course, because we were able to be so robust with the information, is um, the importance and ways to kind of tactfully think about inclusivity, effectiveness, and safety of workouts for everyone involved. And that's that's the core of what our course is. So it's like exactly the next thing you need to take once you have your foundation, like, all right, I'm going to coach people. Or I'm going to go do yeah. things. You know, now you're prepared for someone, yeah, who just had ACL surgery, who is totally. just never fitnessed before in their life, looking to get into it, maybe very overweight. You know, now you're prepared, understand how to, uh, pun intended, not be paralyzed as a coach when someone comes into your facility and doesn't, you don't know how to work with them. Can you, adapt, can you adapt it to coach someone that I don't know is like almost 50 and likes to use the women's RX? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I knew you were going to say something like that, John. I think I think you you could uh, take some adaptive training principles to heart for sure. <laughs> Is that something that Alec? Have you seen that? Like, have you gotten that feedback a lot from people who were like, "Oh, I really thought this was just going to be for you know, Logan only has one arm. I assume we were only going to like learn things for people with one arm." Is that something you've heard before? We we get a lot of messages that say, "Do you have to coach adaptive athletes? Do you have to work with a, a gym that has a, a relationship with a rehab center or a hospital?" And the truth is there's not that many true adaptive athletes that are going to be coming to your gyms. You're going to see more people with temporary impairments, injuries, just something. You know, everybody goes through a shoulder injury or mm-hmm. a sprained ankle from playing flag football or something, right? Like there's always a time when you're dealing with some type of issue that is a temporary impairment. And true adaptive athletes will have a permanent impairment, but we can apply the same methodology, the same tactics to everybody in your gym. And like Logan was saying, the most important thing to us is to keep an inclusive setting so that, you know, if you have uh, an adaptive athlete come in in a wheelchair, if you have somebody with a shoulder injury, they can all participate in the same class. You're not going to have your, somebody in a wheelchair, oh, go over in the corner. We have a skier. Oh, we have this really cool skier. Go over in the corner and go skier for the next hour, you know, because I don't know what to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's what the coach, the, the course teaches you is to be able to adapt and to be able to work with those athletes. But most often you're going to be able to be a better coach, more knowledgeable, have more tools in your coaching tool belt for anybody who walks through or will, rolls through your doors. And so you're going to be able to use this course for anybody in your gym. It just expands that principle of scaling and the idea that CrossFit and community has always had that everybody is welcome to participate in the class. And so this just makes you a better coach in general. But if you do have an adaptive athlete come in, now you really are going to be prepared. And the worst case, what we never want to see happen, and our goal and mission as Adaptive Training Academy is so that any athlete can go into any training facility around the world and be accepted and be able to have the great same great workout with the class if they want to. So they don't, they don't go into a gym and the trainers there are like, ooh, either scared to work with that athlete or the other way, athletes coming into the gym are often very scared to go to a new facility because they don't want to have all this attention on them from the trainers. They don't want to say, oh, we'll take all the attention away from the, the trainer or the other athletes onto me. And so it's both ways. There's, there's this anxiety on both sides coming into a facility. So with this course and this knowledge, we're hoping we're reducing barriers to entry for those athletes going into any gym because we just don't want to see anybody get turned away right, from, from having the ability to improve their health and learn about fitness and be a part of a community. Mm-hmm. It's like, we just all need to be normal. Like just everyone be yeah. cool. Everyone be cool. <laughs> you know, we just talked about this. On, I was uh, just had, thinking that we, we had Scott from uh, battle cancer on the other night and it was really, oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I think this, you know, what you're talking about, about, um, you know, coaches being scared is really important to get them educated and 
and prepared to coach these athletes because what we were talking about with him was, you know, the people that have are cancer survivors or currently battling it. They just want to be treated like everybody else. They want yeah. you to roast them and make fun of them. Like they have good sense of humor. Like they're good. Like last time I had Logan and Stouty on, like Logan was calling Stouty a cripple and I'm sitting there like, Oh my God, like, <laughs> like, that. That word though? like, yeah, like oh. are we, are we still able to say cripple? Like, and <laughs> like, well, I can, but you can't, you know, just, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> You know, it's just, it was, uh, it, you know, but as you know, someone that has never really been around that, it was like, okay, this, you know, like it like immediately occurred on me like, all right, well, this, everybody just wants to be treated like everybody else. If you're making fun of the rest of the class, make fun of them too, you know, like just, you know, just enjoy yourself. And, and, um, so I think it is important to get coaches in there that haven't had any experience in this and get experience in, in just what seems normal probably to all of us is just treat everybody the way they want to be treated. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Cause how Definitely. much of it is like a mental battle too. Like, you, right. You know, like how much of that, okay. So I, I have this impairment or this injury or I'm, I'm, you know, unable to do a thing. Like how much of that starts to weigh on your mental health too. Oh, <clears> when you're not feeling included, like, Oh shit. Well, not, you know, add insult to injury. <laughs> like I'm already injured or I already am unable to do X, Y, and Z. And now I feel like shit. Cause I'm like singled out. Like, no, it's a part, vicious cycle. Part of it too, I think is really, really useful. Like I've been uh, following other, like just looking at other people's workout, including adaptive athletes to find stuff I can do in my basement during this quarantine. Like mm-hmm. double unders cool. is a good example. Like I can only do double unders up in my kitchen because it's the only place I have enough ceiling space. So I have to come upstairs for double under. So I, I program these weird workouts in my living room with a C2 bike and a, uh, ab mat and a, and a jump rope, but in double my unders base, in the kitchen. Yeah. But in my basement, I'm doing penguin hops. Oh, you know, it's an adaptive <laughs> movement. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need a rope, but I can tap my leg and jump and I can get basically the same stimulus and still, you know, put kind of a double under type movement. And I learned that, I think, from watching an adaptive athlete do it in a workout, you know, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And something you just brought up, you know, you're using a scaling tactic to adapt. And a lot of the course were also just kind of illuminating tactics that you may already know as a coach to work with adaptive athletes. So uh, one of our main principles for retaining the movement pattern for adapting is to use scaling tactics. So you may have somebody in the gym doing ring rows, like Logan, if he wasn't Logan, you know, uh, fittest one arm athlete in the world. Um, he's lucky because this year we don't have a competition. So he gets to be it for two years in a row. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can't, can't challenge it. So, yep. uh, but so let's Not say, that fit right now. let's say Logan wasn't him and he's a new athlete. He would be doing ring rows for pull-ups. You could have an athlete who's new to the gym doing ring rows for pull-ups. You could have somebody who's um, a shoulder injury doing ring rows for pull-ups, right? So you would look at them and they're all doing ring rows for pull-ups. And you may say, oh, okay, they're all scaling the workout. But the intention of the workout or that, that adaptation for Logan was he has an impairment. So he's doing that as his version of pull-ups. And so we're just going to use scaling tactics as much as possible. We're going to use every tactic we could possibly think of to retain the stimulus of a movement. And like Logan was saying earlier, most of these workouts are obviously coming from an able body perspective, somebody who doesn't have any impairments. We're programming it from this perspective with no injuries, no impairments, and then the coach is going to adapt or scale or adapt and scale, or just like we have to say, customize. Let's customize this workout for everybody in the gym so that they can have the same effect, retain the same stimulus or the same suck, whatever you want to say about the workout. Right. So that's really the principles to our course. I, I do that all the time, dude. I've been doing penguin hop in the basement, penguin hops for double unders. I do step ups and cause I can't do box jumps cause I don't want to crack my skull open. Mm-hmm. Instead of heavy deadlifts, I go sit on the couch and watch Netflix. It's great. <laughs> yeah. You know? Adapting. Same stimulus yeah. for sure. Adapting to <laughs> it's, quarantine. It's all the same. It's yeah. all the same. Gosh, man. Well, so how, yeah, I mean, I know you guys probably talk about this a lot on your podcast or you've been asked by the guests, but like, how are you guys doing? How's it been for you? I mean, John, you sit at home all day and fix guitars and stuff. John is the fittest he's ever been right now. Do not let him fool you. This is what my life, here's what my life's like. So uh, I'll get just use today's workouts, for example. So I got up this morning, roll out of bed at six o'clock, had a cup of coffee, uh, you know, hung out, made a few memes and then I got on the C2 bike and I rode the C2 bike for a 30 K. So I rode the wow. bike for 30 K. Yeah. So, so I rode it for an hour Casual. and then Casual. I go, I go take a shower. I go to work. 
Then I come home and then I did, uh, I did a wad in the basement that someone had sent me. It was, um, uh, what was it? 750 meter, meter row, 21 pull-ups, 500 meter row, 15 pull-ups, 250 meter row, nine pull-ups. And then you go back up the ladder until you nice. get back to 750. Yeah. That, that was like 17 and a half minutes, give or take. Um, Look at you. And that's like, that's my normal life. I do a workout in the morning. I work during the day because our hours are shorter because of the pandemic. And then yeah. I come home and I work out. And in between that, I play guitar and make memes and say rude things to people. And then occasionally yeah. get on this podcast with Dickie. So occasionally like every your, other night. So yeah. Life. So, so all in all, I'm, I'm good. I mean, it, it is weird though. Like I, I was telling somebody today at work, like I'm, I'm getting a little stir crazy. Like, yeah. You know, Cleveland sucks. Um, <laughs> well, it does like, yeah, you what know, do you do there? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's 60 degrees today. It's going to be 70 tomorrow. Two days ago, it was 29 with snow on the ground. Whew. it's like, so weird yeah. the same thing same bullshit's yeah. been happening in new england we yeah. had fucking hail two days wow. ago yeah. my garden is desiccated <laughs> yeah. it sucks yeah, yeah it's, it's ridiculous so like that part's weird but um but all in all you know it's not bad i'm not used to wearing a mask everywhere you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's a little awkward but you know Cleveland's different. I think we're going to come out of it pretty quick. I think most, it sounds like most of the South is kind of coming out of it already. Georgia's, you know, starting to get better. I think the North part of the country has been hit harder. So. Oh yes. Yeah. So over here at the epicenter of the shit storm, <laughs> yeah. less than 200 miles from New York city. Oh man. Still yeah. crazy. Wow. But it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah I mean, we've, uh, I, I'm very proud of what we've done to control we could control throughout this uh, time of uncertainty. And that's mm-hmm. a message I've been trying to uh, remind myself of and others is that like, man, it would have been easy. It would have been really easy uh, to freak out and be very fearful of, of the mm-hmm. future. I made a big decision um, irrelevant to the pandemic, but could have, could have deterred it uh, easily at the last minute. But, I don't know if you guys even knew this, but up until the end of March, I was working full time for LifeAid, beverage company. So right. and all that stuff. And I left at the end of March to go full time on Adaptive Training Academy so that wow. we could produce this course. Um, and it's on incredible terms, still work with LifeAid and love all my, you know, previous colleagues there. But um, they were like, Logan, are you sure you want to do this right now? And I was like, man, this sounds so cliche, but like, I have to follow my passion. And like I was telling you guys earlier, I get fired up when I teach this stuff. So I've, I've known for sure that this is like what I feel I am meant to do on this earth in form of education, empowerment, and trying to affect change on a global scale with making this successful everywhere. And, uh, and we went all in. Yes, yeah, so I went all in on it in April. And it's been insane, the amount of work we put in. But I couldn't be more happy and proud of that sort of hard work. So, um I don't know why I say that. I say that just because, yeah, I am proud of it. And because I think it's a, a, a good message for people to hear is that like throughout this, you know, horrific time where we don't know what's going on and there's a lot to be upset about and complain about, you can create some really good, great things. And I've watched so many people do that same yeah. sort of thing. It fires me up. Are you at least still getting free fit aid? Of course, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's sweet. Drinking right. RX right now. Gotta plug Ooh. it. Yeah. It ain't RX. I got I have a fridge full, total fridge full. I've got a, everything they make in there right now. Dude, have you tried the new Focus Aid? Oh. The zero yeah. sugar one? I've got two. Is that the keto of, one? Yes, so tastes yes, like that's Capri what Sun. I have, I have it on um, Amazon Prime subscribe and save. It's amazing. Now, it comes once a month. We just have to know, ration them. I don't know about your state reg- regulations, but the CBD tastes like freaking yeah, healthy Sprite. Too. Actually, the CBD mixed with vodka is amazing. Just hey, I, I, I call it. Don't Snoop, take the edge off. Yeah, I call it Snoop and Soda. It's great. <laughs> um, I love it's, that. It's so good. I, I I ran out of. This is a true story. I was the other night. I'm sitting around the house, and I'm like, "What should I do? I'll I'll drink. Why not?" So uh, <laughs> sounds like me every night. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what should I do tonight? This could have this could have been any night. So I. Uh, <laughs> So I go, I go in and I'm like, shit, I'm out of, uh, look, like I normally use like LaCroix with lime, you know, and I, was, I was out. I'm like, 
damn it. Like now what? And I've got a fridge full of fit aid and I've been to the fit aid after party where they're making me, you know, fit aid margaritas. Yep. Yep. So I'm yep. like, Hmm, let's do a little experiment. So which one would be best? And I had the CBD had just come in and it was nice and cold. And I'm like, you know, so it's kind of got like a little, uh, rosemary That's flavor smart. to it. You know, yeah. I'm like, yeah. like this is probably a good mixer. I'll try it. And you know, three or four drinks later I'm plowed and feeling great. That was awesome. <laughs> It's dynamite. Damn, we need That's to try awesome. it. It's very, very good. Yeah, uh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I buy all the Fit8 stuff. This sounds all this sounds like a commercial, but I know, right? I was about to say, I can't wait to share this with Aaron Hine. He's gonna be super Can proud. Can we of, retroactively uh, charge hey, for this podcast. segment, please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, what's, what's your code for the gym? Yeah, what's our, the fridge? I know, what's right? code? Like, I know. This is this is the straight up truth. Last time I saw them at Miami and one of them was like, Hey, look, hey bro, let me send you some product. And I'm like, absolutely not. And I'm like, why not? what have we done i'm like nothing i love you guys like i insist on paying because i support yeah. the businesses i love hey I, I'm like, you can oh. use oh, i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you but please this is making me look good i think <laughs> logan 15 is my discount oh, okay. code okay logan 15 it's 15 15 off all right okay People, well i'll please the brazers will it. take all the free fit aid if that's awesome <laughs> still on the hey there you table. go john right. jesus <laughs> Look, Subscribe I, and save comes to my house. Yeah. I, I pay for it. I, I believe in supporting the companies that you like. And, yeah, man. And they are. They're great. They're, it's yeah, they're awesome. awesome. Like, I'm, shit. I'm a, I'm a big guys. fan of Fit Aid. For, I, there's a bunch of CrossFit businesses I'm a fan of for different reasons. And I'm a big fan of Fit Aid because I think they really, they do what they, they honor what they believe in. Yeah. They like, yeah. they kind of have a code that they live by and they really live by it. They don't put shit in their sodas. They, you know, don't use bad ingredients, but they're also like top notch people. And that's, yeah. a, that's really important to me that you're not a scumbag. Like yeah. there's yeah. so many scumbag businesses out there and, and all those guys are great. It's an awesome company to work for. For sure. But Logan, were you scared? Yeah. So as you can imagine, that was terrifying, yeah. but wait, you got to tell them the full story. So exciting. This, this idea of Logan coming and working at ATA oh, every gosh. time we have a seminar. So Logan's yeah. in Raleigh, North Carolina, I'm in San Diego. But we get together for live seminars, and every time we just get fired up talking to each other about all the things we could do if right. we dedicated our time together to work on stuff. And, um, you know, I think the last one was in, we were in Baltimore, and that was in November. And then we were in Cleveland in December. We saw John there, right. the Winter, Winter Classic, and you too, Nikki, right? You were, you were there. I was yeah. there two years ago. I was two years ago. And then, so we were there, and of course, we got super fired up again kept talking about it. And that's when we were like, we are going to make an online course. You need to make this happen. So we started working on it in December, writing it, outlining it, doing everything. Uh, January, we're working on it really intently. February, we went to Wadapalooza and we were starting, we were working in the adaptive division at Wadapalooza. So we run that. Well, Chris Stoutenberg runs it. We are the team that helps out. And he actually kind of got in trouble with the because he was yeah. like because he was you supposed know, to be at the booth. Today is a huge you know sponsor there. Right, right, right. You got work to do. He was yeah. supposed to be there working, and instead he was working at the adaptive division. And so we finally had to have a hard talk with the CEO about what are you really doing? What do you really want to do? Mm-hmm. And that's when you know I'm telling Logan's story, but yeah. you know Logan, it was the best conversation in the world. Yeah. It's when Aaron, you know, I know you know John well. Aaron was just like, man, this is so clearly like what you're meant to do. And he was like, you've got to, we've got to figure out a way for you to go all in on that. So again, it just reiterates how cool of a company oh, Life Aid was because awesome. they, and, and again, like, you know, they were open to being like, Hey, stick, stick with us for a little longer if you need to during this pandemic. But well, we didn't. So we, we decided or Logan made the plans then in February. It wasn't finalized to the beginning of March. So right. beginning of March, Logan had with formalized talks with, with Life Aid to leave it and to still work for them in some in a capacity. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm like, okay. Um, you know, cause we're all at ATA, we were only doing live seminars. So we're not, we're not rolling in the money. We're just, you know, breaking even giving us education. And so I'm like, okay, so I liquidate some savings to be able to essentially pay for Logan to work for ATA. And so we finished the online course so that, that, that income can support him working for ATA. And so I, you know, pull out some savings and this is the beginning of March. And then two weeks later, the pandemic really hits. Everything shuts down. And I'm, I'm sitting in San Diego going, like, pulling my hair out, thinking, how, how are we going to make this work? Like, you're leaving your job and yeah. you're relying on income from ATA, which we can't do live seminars anymore. So we're canceling live seminars. And so that really put our feet to the fire to make the online course happen. 
uh, one, to provide the education, which is needed, but also to provide some revenue to support Logan going full time with ATA, which is huge for us. Huge, huge. And it's, you know, still risky to this point. The success has been incredible, but like I, it's, you know, it had to happen. Like, and I love those instances where there's so much pressure. It's like, you have to perform now. It's, it's when I typically put my nose down and do the best and man, we, we did it. We did it. And, uh, I'm so just so awesome. so excited of what we've done. And the response yeah, the past week has been incredible. Succeeded. And the relationships that we're, we're creating because of it are, are so much broader than, than this close-knit family community of CrossFitters than we thought. So it's so cool to see this education spread out to therapists and doctors and start to bridge the oh, gap cool. between rehabilitation and, and then functionality and real-world uh, task accomplishment stuff. Yeah. So. Man, it's, it's, we have a lot of big ideas where this is going to go. And we, we do believe that ATA will be a, a huge organization in the next few years. So. so before, before we forget then, let's get a shameless plug in. If somebody, if someone wanted, hey. if someone wanted to reach out to you guys and, and have you do a seminar or, or, you know, buy your courses or, or just send you a hundred dollar bills, like how would they do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be great. Oh, my please. Venmo. Please. Yeah, my yeah, personal right. Venmo. <laughs> um, no, you can find everything on adaptivetrainingacademy.com. That has the information for our online course and the live seminars, which we're not doing right now. We hope to be doing hopefully in the fall, winter mm-hmm. this year. Um, so you can find all the information there. You can sign up for the online course now and take it. The online course is self-paced. So you can start it. You can work through it six months to go through it. You have access to it for six months. Uh, the online course is three ninety nine, um, but thinking through now, we should probably give you guys some type of code to use to give your listeners uh, at least ten percent off. Oh, they so would we'll, love that. We'll yeah. we'll give you guys a code which will be M W G. No M P. No M P. M P. Oh yeah, podcast. That's right. M P G A ten. Yeah, there you go. So if you put that in when you go to register in the discount code section, you'll get that off for 10%. Um, yeah, and that gives you your certificate. So whether you take the live seminar or the online course, you get the same certificate. And uh, another cool thing we're working on is developing a certification uh, for adaptive trainers as well. So following the model of CrossFit, uh, we, the, the adaptive and inclusive training course, the certificate course, is essentially like your level one for CrossFit. It's your introductory get your feet wet, understand kind of like be dangerous enough to, to know what you're doing and to work with adaptive athletes, be a better coach. And then we are developing essentially what is our level three exam mm. for adaptive training. So that will be study materials prepared. You have to actually coach adaptive athletes to be able to get there. Just like you have to have 500 hours of coaching for your level three. Similarly for us, you'll have a certain number of hours requisite to be able to take that exam. So we hope to have that out by maybe the end of summer to be able to actually certify fancy letters behind your name. Ooh. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Nikki, you know what I actually hate about these guys though? What? As nice as they are. I can't make fun of them. It sucks. Because I'd get roasted. The entire, their entire community follows me and they're all fucking, (laughs) they're all hysterical. I thought we just said that you, you get to make fun of them. No, 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 no. They get to make fun of each other. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get to make fun of them. Like I, yeah. I, made a, I made a joke the other night about Matt Frazier being short and uh, again, and uh, again. <laughs> he's still short. It's not my fault. And uh, Mikey, Mikey swoosh yeah. comes yes. in and comments on it, you know, and I'm oh, like, I, I'm like, I would have made the joke about you, dude, but I'm not allowed to. <laughs> you're a little person. And I get, I'd get punched in the, in the oh, face. Oh, so funny. Yeah. You I know? love it, man. Hey, yeah, well, we love well, you, Mike, man. You're well, Mikey, Mikey, we, Mikey is our subject matter expert for the course. So yeah. the information on short stature, there's a, there's an addition to the course. We didn't, don't go over short stature athletes in our live seminar, but the online course is a whole section on so, uh, short stature athletes. Awesome. Coming information coming from Mikey and some other athletes in the community. So that's cool, man. But, that's really cool. Who was yeah. the other guy I met at uh, Wadapalooza at short stature? He finished second. What's his yeah, name? Sean. Sean. He, yeah. He Sean. lives, he goes to News River. He lives right here in Raleigh. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So Sean's amazing. He's super funny. And I'd never yes. met him before. And so I'm he's like, kind of meeting, I'm kind of meeting the whole group. And he's like, hey, man. And I like turn. And he's like, no, no, no. Down here. I know you're not. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, I look at him like, you can't do that to me. 
You can't. <laughs> yeah. oh, you can't force me into a joke. Yeah. Like, no, it's don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beat you at your own game, there, John. Oh, Sean's, so Sean's the man. He is freaking hilarious. That kid is. Yeah, he's also strong as hell. Hell yeah. yeah! Incredible what he did out there. Because him and Mikey are in the same category, but yet he's half Mikey's body weight. You know, yeah. so like the the level of short stature is different, and so it's just fascinating uh the passion and the athleticism that sean's busting out to try to I, I beat mikey one day i get annoyed watching mikey because he squats so much weight like it's just like i mean nicky i don't know if you've ever you follow these guys at all but like nick but uh mike will do these posts of him squatting and i i don't even like the weights are like so much more than i can do it's just mm-hmm. it's just embarrassing like oh yeah He's a beast. I think we yeah. have some videos of him squatting in the course just yeah. to show yeah. uh, one of the teaching points for short stature was that he gave to us was hey, short stature athletes love heavy weights. We're just nice. proportionally built to lift heavy weights, right? Yeah. Just like our levers are just like a Matt <laughs> Frazier, right? You know, there's a certain height in CrossFitters that's like the right height, you know, yes. got six foot one, six foot two, you know, Fikowski size are they're amazing for what they can do, but they're just not built for that. Like Olympic weightlifters. No way. So um, we have a video in there with him just busting out some weights, but what he educated us on was, Hey, you got to force the short stature athletes to do more conditioning because we hate conditioning. Right? Totally. So mm-hmm. yeah. they're real I, CrossFitters. That's all yeah. that. Means. <laughs> That's right. That's I'm right. actually, I'm always interested by watching him do snatches because what's interesting for them, the short stature athletes got very little arms, you know, and so, or, you know, shorter levers. And so their, their snatch grip is almost like a clean grip. Yes. So yeah. when they bring the yes. bar up, like oh, it, it just misses the top of their head. Like it misses, yeah. it misses that's the top of his head to like Mikey. a millimeter. Yeah. It's and crazy. It, it's, some athletes don't like, so that's another thing we discussed in that. It's like, you know, you shouldn't go overhead with certain short shit stature athletes because they can't, they'll just knock themselves out. So right. it's or, uh, or not use a barbell, you know, go with dumbbells, dumbbells or something else that else, don't yeah. have right. that danger right. of something hitting your head. Right. Interesting. It's cool. It's cool to, you know, discuss with these people who live their, their life that way and, and use this collaborative network approach to take information, take stuff that we all know or would know if we took the time to sit down and study, but we tend to just stay in our own lane. And once we're educated about other groups, subgroups that exist amongst us all the time, always, it's just enlightening. Uh, and it's so cool to get that information and being able to share it uh, in this way to affect some change. And, you know, in the future, the Academy's suite will allow Mikey, if he wants to, for instance, to develop an entire short stature deep dive education where he can make the proceeds from that course. We can help him build it out, host it, market it, get all the people in the world to buy it. And that way he can, uh, you know, get a little kickback and start to make an impact and have a personal reward from it. You know, like my, my, my big mission or or motivation in all this is just trying to make it so that like the next me, the next one arm guy who's dumb and will just do anything that in fitness, (laughs) uh, I want that person to have a, a platform and to not have to try to create this. If he wants to be a competitor, this competitive environment, not have to try to build this thing, but it'll just be, it won't be any different from me being on this podcast to uh, an able-bodied athlete doing something well at the CrossFit games or whatever it may be, you know, I just think I love it. Don't take it the wrong way. I love a lot of the praise and appreciation recognition I get, but I want that to be the goal. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we were so dedicated to well, Logan, making the masses get this. You're not dumb, dude. You came up with MPGA 10 right on the fly. Wow. On, the, on the fly, baby. <laughs> all right. I got you something just, going for you me. You just pulled that right out of your ass. And first of all, yeah. nobody's, nobody's giving you sympathy anymore, dude. You do, you do like a 250 pound clean and jerk. So go fuck uh, yourself. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like, I don't give a shit. You could have three arms for all I care. That's still okay. like 25 okay. pounds over Good. what I do. So fuck Good. Good. first Good. off, it's 255. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That's my deal. point. No big deal. I wasn't going to say anything. Work hard for that five pounds. You know? Yeah, that's that's my point. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. yeah, you ain't getting any sympathy from me. You're every lift. Every lift you do is heavier than me. So, did you know um, Logan? Logan has two Guinness World Records as well. Oh yeah, I forget. You got a little something right here if you want. I forget. I forget. Yeah, I have those. Yeah, they happen <laughs> so fast. What, what, are, what are they for? What are they for? It, one is uh, most one arm, one leg push-ups in one minute 
Whoa. But like, I, I, I don't know if you saw an Instagram post. I did them on top of Fit Aid cans, holding Fit Aid cans. <laughs> Absolutely, without a doubt, hardest thing I've ever done in CrossFit. Oh, how many? That how took many? me. You, how many? It took, how many did I, you do with that Guinness? And the Guinness, it was 26. In but, a minute. but tell them the story. But yes, yeah, so here's the thing. I could have beaten my own like immediately after. I thought as soon as your foot or, you know, as soon as you're balancing one hand, one foot, I thought you got to go. You got to go unbroken. So I went as fast as I could. And at 30 seconds, I had done like 22 reps. Right. And it took me (laughs) the rest of the 30 seconds. I'm just balancing. Just, Oh my God. Just trying as slow as I can not to fall off balance. I finish and the, you know, the Guinness British auditor guy's like, I'm not sure why he didn't take a rest during the middle of that. <laughs> I was like, what the hell, man? I had no idea. Come on. No Did idea. Say something. Yeah. I was like, can we do it again? He's like, nope, moving on. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, I, that's one record. And then the other one was um, so specific. It's incredible the amount of what they come up with in the Guinness Book of World Records. But this was one that existed and I beat it. But it was most weight, total weight cleaned in one minute on a barbell with one hand. So I put 185 on the bar and cleaned it, power cleaned in one minute, I think like 12 times, 12, 13 times. And that beat the record oh, by a lot. Oh, I see. So it's like yeah, a total weight move. Weight. Yeah, yeah. I, I got total you. weight moved in one minute. So that's what oh, I did. Oh, that's cool. It was super unique and weird, but yeah. Uh, but I love yeah. It. Al could bring that up sometimes. I'm like, oh, yes, I forgot. Party uh, tricks. It is pretty oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty cool. That's a ton of weight. 12 it's times with cool. one arm. Like, come yeah, on, that's yeah. a ton of weight. In a minute. You know, John, you know who I rode in my Uber with back to the airport after doing no. this? No. Scott Pancheck. No. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It was the first time just, I met him. We got to talk a lot. He was awesome. And then, you know, best. obviously, yeah been close with him since, but yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's right there awesome. in your backyard. Yeah. We just had him on. He's having a baby girl. Yes. Good for him. Yeah. Has he moved? Has he moved to Tennessee? No, no, no. He's not moving. They just, he just goes. You just assume everyone eventually moves. I assume, yeah. Once you join or you say you do anything with Rich Froning, you just move to Tennessee. Yeah. They just have a house waiting for you. It's like at the end of his driveway. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I thought. I'm not not convinced Scott's not going to go back to being an individual at some point. Really? Really? I like, I know he likes the team, but I'm not sure he's got it out of his system. He's not moving anyway. His whole family's here. They're from Ohio. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Good to know. They're here forever. Yeah. Guys, I think it's fucking rad that you kind of already had this idea in your head that you had to get this shit going in a digital direction because there was so much you could expand on and there was this platform that you could build. And like, it's really how lucky that you already had that vision yeah. you know, and the, and the wherewithal to, to get going in that. And exactly. I'm glad that the pandemic sort of lit a fire under your ass because I'm really glad that people still have access to this type of information and programming, even though we're all like stuck in our houses. Exactly. Thank you. Very Thank cool. you so much. Very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Been great. it's been great guys. We appreciate you guys coming back on or, or always an you coming back on Alec your first time. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe next time we'll do a circus show. So that way we really try to get these listeners over to viewers. We'll get the YouTube. Views <laughs> uh-huh, hey. uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Whatever it takes. All right. One last shameless <laughs> plug. So everybody uh, make sure you go out to give us the website one more time. Adaptive training academy.com on Instagram. It's just at adaptive training. And, there you uh, go. Those are our best places. And at, at some point prior to any of you guys buy anything, wait and use the code MPGA10 that Logan just pulled right out of his ass on this podcast. And it's live right now. You can do it. Promise. Wow. Like that and get uh, 10% off. So, all right. Well, it's been fun, guys. We appreciate you being on. Nikki, it's great to see you and your bunny ears again. As, as usual. John, Nikki, pleasure. Thank you all yep. so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And uh, for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys being on tonight. And we will talk to you guys next time.